Listener Production. Hello, and you are very welcome to another episode of Hump Science Explained with me, Emma Perfetto, a science journalist with Cosmos magazine. Each week, twice a week, we answer life's questions, big or small. And today, we are diving into the science behind the enigmatic eight-armed animal, the octopus. Let's start with the octopus basics, to make sure we're all on the same boat. I think the very first thing to do is to clear up just how we say the plural form of the word octopus. The word is of Greek origin, literally meaning eight foot. So the classically correct Greek plural would be octopodes. You'll often hear people saying octopi, but that's correct for Latin nouns ending in US, which take the I ending in the plural. But since I'm speaking in English, the plural form is octopuses. Now, octopuses, squids, cuttlefish and nautiluses all belong to the same class of animals called cephalopoda, so they're all considered cephalopods. These are a group of exclusively marine invertebrates, animals without a spine, that have short lifespans, rapid growth, large brains, and can move quickly through the water using propulsion. Cephalopod literally means head-footed, which refers to the fact that their arms and tentacles branch directly from their heads. These are an ancient group of animals, which first evolved during the Cambrian period, around 530 million years ago. There are around 800 living cephalopod species today, of which 300 are octopuses, and they're in oceans around the globe, from reefs to the deep sea floor. Octopuses have really weird bodies. Octopuses come in all kinds of sizes. The smallest known, Octopus wolfie, is smaller than 2.5 centimetres long and weighs less than a gram. They're found in the Western Pacific Ocean at depths of between 3 and 30 metres. At the other end of the spectrum swims the giant Pacific octopus, Enteroctopus doflini, which can grow to 9 metres wide from the top of one arm to the tip of the other and weigh 20 kilograms. They're found below 100 metres in the northern Pacific. Along with their surplus of arms, octopuses also come with three hearts. Two of the three pump blood to their gills, while the third heart is used to circulate blood through to the rest of their body. And because octopuses are soft-bodied and have no bones, they're able to fit through really tight gaps. They've been filmed squeezing through holes the size of coins, and an octopus named Inky even escaped from the National Aquarium in New Zealand when the lid of his tank was accidentally left slightly ajar in 2016. Staff theorised that Inky squeezed himself into a 50-metre-long drain pipe that led right into the sea. Octopuses are such good escape artists that some species can even self-amputate their arms to get away from predators. It sounds pretty gruesome, but they're able to regrow a fully functional arm in about 130 days. There's a lot about this regeneration process that scientists still don't understand, but a 2013 study found that one enzyme called acetylcholinesterase plays a key role. The enzyme is important for nerves to be able to send signals to each other. During regeneration, its levels in the tissue increase, relative to the proximity to the wound and the stage of healing. 
Thanks to the thousands of colour-changing organs called chromatophores that lie just below the surface of the skin, octopuses can even change their skin tone and patterns. They use this incredible ability for camouflage or for communication. How does it work? Well, each chromatophore contains a pigment-filled sac. When the chromatophore muscles contract, this pigment sac at the centre is stretched out, showing its colour. A 2021 study showed that octopuses even change their colour when sleeping. Researchers filmed four octopuses and found that they were pale blue during non-rapid eye movement, or non-REM sleep, but dynamically pulsed in colour during active REM sleep, while also twitching their eyes, bodies and suckers. This is the stage of sleep in which we humans dream. So it raises the question, do octopuses dream too? You can find that video on cosmosmagazine.com. The link is in the episode description. Octopus reproduction is a deadly affair. Octopuses are solitary animals, but males and females come together to mate. This can be dangerous for the males because female octopuses have a taste for cannibalism. To avoid this terrible fate, males often mate from a distance or from behind the female's mantle. That's the bulbous sac-like body that sits on top of an octopus's head and holds their organs. Males also have a modified third arm, called a hectocotylus, which they use to insert packets of sperm directly into the female's mantle cavity. Unfortunately, they don't get that arm back, because it breaks off during copulation and stays lodged in the female. Octopuses are smart little cookies. The octopus nervous system contains over 500 million neurons, which are distributed into different components. An octopus's brain and central nervous system are responsible for integrating information from the other parts of the nervous system, as well as for motor coordination, decision-making, learning, and memory. Then there are the nervous system networks within each of its eight arms. These are needed to coordinate the mind-boggling complexity of eight prehensile arms and hundreds of sensitive suckers that can sense both touch and chemicals. Over two-thirds of octopus neurons are located within their arms, arranged into clusters called ganglia. The arms are connected to each other and to the brain by a ring of fibres at their bases, which allows them to send information to each other to coordinate actions like crawling with very little input from the brain. This year, researchers even found that, like us, octopuses prefer some arms over others. They filmed California two-spot octopuses as they were given live prey to eat, analysing which arms were used more often. The scientists found that, no matter the prey, octopuses seemed to prefer using their second arm from the middle and would usually use the arm on the same side as the eye viewing the prey. Some octopuses even appear to use tools. In a 2009 study, scientists reported that veined octopuses off the coast of Indonesia carry coconut shell halves from the ocean floor and use them to assemble portable shelters. This is the first documented example of tool use by an invertebrate. A 2010 study found that giant Pacific octopuses can recognise different people. Researchers exposed eight octopuses to two unfamiliar humans over a two-week period. 
one person consistently fed the octopuses, and the other touched them with a bristly stick. After two weeks, the octopus's behaviour in response to the two humans was significantly different. They moved towards the feeders and away from the irritators, and they also aimed their water funnels toward irritators and displayed threat response patterns. So just how smart are they? In 2008, an octopus called Otto at a German aquarium learned how to turn off the lights. Every day, over two or three days, the aquarium's whole electrical system shorted out overnight. Eventually, some of the staff decided to stay overnight, and they caught Otto climbing up the side of his tank and squirting water at the overhead spotlight. Clearly, it was annoying him. Octopuses pull water into their mantle and squeeze it out through a muscular tube called a siphon, which is how they manage their fast, jet-propelled swimming. The staff had trained Otto to aim and squirt water at visitors, but he was using his new skill to turn off that irritating light. You should know, I'm a real sucker for cool octopus facts, so this has truly been a blast. For the latest in science news, don't forget to check out The Science Briefing, also available here on the Listener app, and head to cosmosmagazine.com for more science just like this. Otherwise, we'll be back again next time for another Huh? Science Explained.